Hello everybody, it's Melissa. I'm back and boy is it summer over here. I know that there are a lot of places right now that are getting record high temperatures. It seems like the whole world is just hot right now. You might be in a place right now where it's not hot. I know my mother-in-law just traveled to Scotland and Ireland for, she was there for like three weeks and she said the weather was beautiful. It was like in the 60s. It was around 70 for the high on a, a number of days and and uh, she said that that was lovely, and I agree that does feel lovely right now. Uh, 60s is a little cold for me, actually. I prefer it in the 70s, but anyway, uh, where I'm at, it's in, well into the triple digits here. We've been at 109, 110, and uh, it's pretty terrible. And it, you know, even though summer, for me, summer is not the actual worst, I would much rather be dealing with this heat than extreme cold. Like, please don't put me somewhere where it's below zero and it's icy and snowy and cold and sleet and clouds and, you know, burr. All of that jazz. Burr. That sounds awful. No thank you. Um, you know, I can wear shorts and tank tops right now. I don't need a lot of layers, which is nice. And, uh, you know, sensory wise, I don't like wearing like tons and tons of clothes. Uh, and that's good. It's fine. But the heat <laughs> can also just, it gets a little overwhelming sometimes. And sensory wise, it can really, uh, make life unpleasant. You know, there's a lot of unpleasant things that go along with being hot and uh, I was working yesterday and you know my job entails me driving around a gigantic uh, van and transporting people to their medical appointments and usually these people are in wheelchairs sometimes they're on a stretcher uh, sometimes they can walk and they just hop on in the van with me, but that's not very often. Uh, usually it's a, it's a loading and unloading situation. So I'm in and out of the van all day, loading people in, taking people out, um, which is fine. It's a good little part-time job for me right now. It's giving us a little extra income while I'm going to school and all that. But when it is 109 degrees outside, uh, yeah. And we're not allowed to wear shorts at work. Obviously, we have to wear somewhat of a uniform. They allow us to wear scrub pants, which is nice because it's basically like wearing pajama bottoms, which is amazing. And they're, they're really light. You know, it's not like a heavy fabric. And uh, we can wear a t-shirt and we have to wear closed-toed shoes, of course, since we're wheeling people around on wheelchairs and stuff. A man did roll over my entire foot the other day with his wheelchair. He was a six-foot-five gigantic man um, who was trying to help me by using his legs to push his wheelchair backwards, but I didn't know he was going to do that, and my foot was in the way, and he rolled right over it. I don't think he realized that he did it, and I didn't tell him, and it hurt like a mother. I'll tell you that much. Um, but anyway, thankfully it wasn't very hot that day. <laughs> um, so I guess what I'm getting at is there's a lot of stuff going on right now in my life that has been stressful. And what I'm noticing is that um, that the heat 
and all of the things that come along with being hot um, tend to sort of exacerbate things for me. Um, and even the things that like the heat prevents. So it's not only what the heat brings, like, let's just list off some things that the heat brings that is terrible. Um, sweating. Sweating is awful. I don't like the feeling of sweat on my skin. Like, I don't like feeling damp. I don't like when my clothes feel damp from my own sweat. I don't like seeing other people sweat. It makes me very uncomfortable. Um, I don't know why, just like when I can look at someone and see that they're sweating, I, I don't know how to describe the feeling I get. It just makes me really uncomfortable and not, not because I like, it's not necessarily because I think it's gross or anything. It's, it's not that kind of discomfort. It's, a like I'm uncomfortable for them. Maybe, maybe it's an empathetic discomfort that I'm feeling because I know I hate being sweaty and I hate the feeling of like sweaty clothing and stuff against my skin that when I can see someone else sweating, it maybe just like makes me anxious for them. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the feeling is when I see someone else sweating. I'm just like, it's very, it's not a good feeling. Um, so there's, you know, sweatiness in general is not a fun thing. Um, uh, there's sunscreen, you know, sometimes you have to go outside and and you have to put on sunscreen and sunscreens don't generally like smell or feel nice on your skin. I have found a couple of brands lately that are um, a little bit better sensory wise, but even if they go on nice and they're not really um, greasy or sticky, uh, over the course of the day, it's like I can feel it on my skin. It's very weird. I don't know if anyone else has this, but like there are certain things that I can just still kind of feel on me and by the end of the day it's like I can't wait to get in the shower and wash it off because I'm like oh I've just been feeling this layer on my skin all day um and it just makes me feel like grimy dirty sticky oh let's talk about sticky I guess stickiness is not a good thing and there are a lot of sticky things that go along with summer a lot of people are eating more fruits those fruits are sticky popsicles are sticky ice cream sticky sunscreen is sticky sweat makes you sticky oh my gosh what about when you um are wearing shorts and the backs of your legs stick to your chair that's got to be one of the worst things in the whole entire world to me i don't know so um I feel like all of the sensory stuff that's going on... Okay, wait, I gotta finish my last thought because I was just listing off the things that, that summer brings. I was gonna list the things that summer takes away, but summer really just takes away here. When it's this hot, it takes away um, your ability to be outdoors comfortably um, for any length of time. So even like if you want to go on like a short walk or even if you want to, you know run into the supermarket and the trip from the within the time it takes you from your car to get into the supermarket you're already super duper just like hot and sweaty and gross right um so I guess that's the biggest thing is like outdoor activity for me is really limited when it's this hot and that is a bummer because I like being outside even if it's just for the sake of like getting out for a few minutes and it's really impossible to do that when the weather's this hot um unless you're going into a body of water 
which for me, I'm definitely not a person who enjoys the lake. I feel like I've talked about this before on a podcast episode. We're getting so many episodes in now that I sometimes can't remember what I've talked about and what I haven't. Um, But I, I feel like I did mention how I don't like bodies of water, especially that I can't see underneath like oceans or lakes. Like you can't see what's down there. You can't see what's beneath you. Um, Other people are swimming in it. It's not chlorinated. You know, people are peeing in there. You know, it's dirty. All I can think about is like, what is in this water right now that's touching all over my body? Um, Yeah, I don't like that it's, I don't like that it's dirty. It's, it's not refreshing to me. Um, and it's scary. I don't like not knowing what's down there. Even if I'm in a lake and it's like, okay, it's, you know, what could be in a lake? Just fish probably and things that aren't really going to bother you. But I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't like it. It's too, it's a, it's too much of a mystery down below. Maybe this comes from me watching too many horror movies about the water when I was a kid. Um, but for some reason, I just, I can't. So going outside just for the sake of being outside, swimming pools, I can do a little bit more easily, but I'm really, really picky about the circumstances of the pool. (laughs) We're looking for a house right now, as you probably know, if you've been listening. And I think we have really settled on the fact that we do want a house with a swimming pool just because we live somewhere where it gets so hot. And my daughter uh, just recently started swimming on the swim team and she's really into it. And she's like, I really want a pool. And She's always been a person that enjoyed swimming and being in the water anyway, so it'd be a fun thing for her. You know, she's 13, and so I feel like she could get a lot of use out of a swimming pool if we had one. Um, And, you know, I'm not like a gigantic swimming pool person, but I feel like if I had a swimming pool where I had control over all of the things regarding the pool, I might be more apt to go in it and... Also, I just kind of like to sit on the side of a pool and like dangle my feet in for a while and stuff like that. That feels great. Maybe dunk in a little um, if I feel like it. But it seems like when you're swimming at other people's houses, that's like not acceptable. Everybody wants you to get in. They're like, oh, get in, get in, get in. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to get in. Like sometimes I don't want to get in. Sometimes their pool's cold. I don't like that pools are cold you know, I can control the temperature of my own pool. I can make it a little bit warmer and it it will still be refreshing. It's fine. It can be a little bit warm and it can still be refreshing. So anyway, I, uh, went on kind of tangent about pools, but you know, I'm just saying like summer is so limiting in so many ways if you live somewhere hot and, uh, it also brings with it a lot of sensory things. So what I was going to go into a minute ago when I said, I had to finish my thought and then now I'm going to finish this thought and this is how ADHD people talk. So I hope you are all following me because I keep jumping around. But so I feel like summer is like having a bunch of sensory tabs that are open in the background. So, you know, like, (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but on my phone right now, I have like 80 tabs open in my browser because I guess it sort of functions as a to-do list for me in a way. Like if I see a website that has something on it interesting that I want to look at or maybe buy eventually, but I either don't have the time to look at it or don't have the money to buy that thing right now, I just leave the tab open. And the chances of me ever getting back to that page are (laughs) slim. I always think I will and I never really do. 
Uh, sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I come across some open tabs later on when I'm like, what are all these tabs? And I see tabs that I had open before and I'm like, what was I even looking at this for? I don't even remember looking at this thing or wanting to read about this thing and I'll just close it and be like, I don't know why I saved that. It's very weird. Um, so, but you know, those, those tabs are open and it's, they're just, it's, everything's running in the background. So I feel like summer is sensory tabs, just open in the background, just existing there on top of all of the other stuff that is going on for me in my life. Um, the difficulties of the heat and dealing with that and all of the things that summer brings, um, brings that added layer. It intensifies all of the things because I've got all of these sensory tabs now open in the background that, you know, during maybe a different part of the year wouldn't be there necessarily. And so it's just adding this additional amount of workload to my already overwhelmed brain. And this happened yesterday. I was actually thinking about this this morning really because yesterday I had a really bad day I almost had a meltdown I um I didn't though I didn't you guys and I'll I'll tell you about it in a minute I don't know if this tactic <laughs> is a thing that is gonna work for me long term with meltdowns but um I was able to back myself out of it last night and I'm proud of myself for that and but anyway I'll talk about that in a minute so yesterday um I was at work it was hot very hot and it was very very busy which I don't mind a busy day I actually prefer a busy day at work um, as long as it's just like steady I, I never feel really overwhelmed it's just um, at this job because it's kind of just there's not a lot going on at once it's just your singular task that you're meant to do which is take this person from point A to point B but we usually have patients back to back to back to back so when I'm done with patient A I move on immediately to patient B to patient C to patient D um, and if I'm consistently working like that throughout the day, as long as I have bathroom breaks and time to eat, which I always do, um, I'm fine. I don't mind being consistently busy. I think busyness starts to be a problem when it's like someone wants me to do like 20 things at once and I don't have the time or bandwidth to complete all of those things at the same time and I feel really rushed and overwhelmed and um, that's when it starts to become a big problem. So anyway, yesterday, busy day, it was hot. And on top of it, all of my patients, every single last one of them yesterday, was super talkative. So this is the thing when you're working with people in this capacity. Um, there are some days where none of my patients want to talk to me, which is great. <laughs> I drive, they ride, we're fine. But just so happens that yesterday I got a lot of talkative people in my van, and so... It was a 12-hour workday where it was pretty much constant talking and interaction. And there was the heat on top of it. And it was busy. And we received news that the house that we put an offer on that we really, 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 really wanted, um, they didn't accept our offer. They went with someone else's offer. And then we got news that my fiance is going to be off work for four weeks on workers comp, workers comp, workman's comp. I think it's workman's comp, um, because they got injured, just a minor injury at work. 
um, they sprained their ankle. I don't want anyone to be worried. It was, it's just a sprained ankle, but it's like a sprained ankle is, it's a sprained ankle. You can't be a, um, wildland firefighter if you have a sprained ankle. So they took, uh, Gray off of work for the next four weeks and workman's comp doesn't pay a lot. It only pays you two thirds of your base pay. And, uh, financially we're, you know, we've been a little bit on the struggle bus lately, and so we've been really counting on Gray's position with the fire department now that they've, you know, they just recently started this position, and so I'm like, okay, everything's going to be fine because they're going to be bringing in a good amount of money um, between their base pay and their overtime pay. Um, it's going to, we're, we're finally going to, like, be able to, and just, like, cool. But then, this thing happened. And so I found out about that yesterday that it was like, we, we knew that Gray had sprained their ankle. This happened a few days ago, but we were just kind of waiting to see what, what the fire department would want them to do. Um, we figured that they would just go on light duty and they would still get all of their hours. Um, but it turns out they were like, no, we're just going to take you off duty and you'll get workman's comp. And so that was a big, um, a big disappointment. So I got two pieces of disappointing news about the house about Gray being off work for the next four weeks and us really, um, not being able to afford that, but what are you going to do? It's, um, it's a very weird position to be in because we're looking to buy a house, but we really have no money. The, the, the way we are buying a house is from the proceeds of the sale from this house that we're living in now. So that's a totally separate, it's not like we're over here rolling on the dough and just able to just be out buying houses. It's like one, we're exchanging one house for another, um, essentially. So our, uh, our current financial status though, uh, as far as like the income we're making and what we have in savings and all that is, is pretty, yeah. Um, COVID hurt us. It's been a rough couple of years. We've just been scrambling and scrambling to try and catch up financially. And it seems like every time we start to catch up, um, it, uh, we sort of get knocked back a little bit. There's always like a financial setback that keeps coming up and, uh, (laughs) it's just always, it always happens like that lately. It's very, I know everybody out there is probably relating because I feel like this isn't just a thing that has only happened to us. Um, this is a thing that has happened to a lot of people where it's like, oh, we're about to get caught up or, oh, we're about to have extra money. Oh, oh, surprise your pigs are sick and need a vet visit that's going to cost $900, which is an actual thing that happened to us uh, last week also. So, um, so yeah, yesterday, um, I had some disappointments, some plans are changing, some ideas are not coming to fruition, some hopes were being crushed yesterday with us not getting that house, um, I have talkative clients. It's a long day at work. And on top of it, I'm hot. I'm sweaty. I'm sticky. I'm yucky. There's no escape from the heat. I mean, we have air conditioning in the vans and I have air conditioning in my house, thankfully. Um, but when you're out running around and hopping in and out of the van and stuff, it doesn't really help. So anyway, um, so I got home and I was just you know, I was cranky and I think part of it is the fact that at work all day, I have to 
<laughs> it's some heavy masking going on. You know, you, you can't have problems when you're at work. You really have to just, I had to be talkative and nice and, and happy and bubbly all day, you know, because that's what our patients expect of us. You can't have a crabby driver when you're trying to go to a doctor's appointment. It's just not going to work and I'll lose my job. So, you know, when you're having a day and all this stuff is happening, you're just not feeling great. And, uh, on top of it all, you're kind of having to just hold it all in and put on this fake attitude of happiness. And it's, it's a lot. By the end of the day, I was just like exhausted. I came home and I was just in a bad mood. I was just in a bad mood. I was overwhelmed. I was tired and I was, um, not able to keep on acting like I was happy anymore. And I felt like since I was in my own house, I shouldn't have to act like I'm happy when I'm not. Um, but the problem with that is when you have a partner, I guess, uh, you can't just act however you want because your partner might get the wrong idea and think that you're upset with them, which is what happened last night because I was being grouchy. And even though I told Gray, like, this isn't about you, um, it's hard when your partner is in a bad mood and they say it's not about you, but then they're grumpy and grouchy and it's hard to not feel like it's about you. And so it was just, it was kind of created some tension between Gray and I, and then I felt bad about that. And then I got mad at myself for being so, um, so grouchy and not having control over these emotions that I was having. Um, I sometimes get a little bit um, envious of the fact that Gray can sort of move on from things quickly. You know, we both really, really wanted that house and, uh, Gray was disappointed that we didn't get it, but they were like, it's okay, babe, we'll find our house. There'll be another one. And I don't know, I guess I just don't get over stuff like that that easily. It takes me a while to process and, and get past it. And sometimes I look at them and I'm like, why aren't you more upset about things? But I guess it's good that they're not because we kind of balance each other out this way. Um, or they balance me out, I guess I should say, uh, because I feel like if they were also as upset as I was about things, then we might just make each other miserable. Um, so, but that was a part of it last night. I was like, why aren't they more upset? (laughs) Join me in this, in this upset mood that I'm having, please. But I didn't really want them to. I don't want them to be upset. It's, that's the thing. It's like, you don't want your partner to be upset, but I just wonder how they do that. It's magical to me how they just like, oh, well, it's okay. Everything will be fine. It'll all work out. And I'm like, how do you do that? Cause I can't stop thinking about every little thing right now and being overwhelmed by it. Um, so anyway, I got to the point where I felt like I was nearing a meltdown status. I, and I, I caught on to that feeling that I was feeling that way, that the overwhelm was getting to the point where it was about to be explosive. And I was like, you know what? I had just gotten out of the shower. I didn't even, I didn't do anything. I just wrapped my towel around me and I went right to my closet, which is my kind of little safe space that I go to. 
And I sat, I put my hands over my eyes and just sort of sat forward and leaned against my knees and just focused on, okay, this is going to sound really cheesy, but I focused on the things that I was grateful for or the things that were going really well or the things that I don't have to worry about. Um, And in that moment, that really helped me. I started thinking about, okay... I'm healthy, my kids are healthy, everyone in my family is healthy, we have food to eat, we have a beautiful home, we're in the process of buying another home, Um, I have, you know, I started going into just all the little things, you know, like, oh, I have my dogs, I have, you know, this, I have that, I have this to look forward to, I have that to look forward to, and just, um, you know, sometimes when I'm in the, um, early stages of meltdown mode, my inner thoughts get very, um, cyclical and very dark and it sort of just like, um, propels me further into that state. And so I feel like forcing myself to focus on, and it was hard because my mind kept wanting to go to all of the things that were wrong and all the things that I was worried about and all the things that were upsetting me in the moment. And, um, I forced myself out of that. I kept, my mind kept wanting to wander that way and I'd be like, nope, but you know, you're not dying. There are people out there right now who are dying who have a horrible disease and these are their last final days and you have your whole life and you have your health and you have your children and you have your partner. And like, I just kept repeating those things to myself over and over and over and over again. And, uh, it took a good, probably 20 minutes or so of being in the closet, uh, before I felt okay to come out and, I, you know, I got dressed, I brushed my teeth, I did all the things that I normally do before bed. Um, After that, I was still sort of having a hard time because I went into sort of the nonverbal sort of weirdness that sometimes happens to me where it's just really, really difficult to say anything. And so Gray was like, hey, like, are are you all right? Like, do we need to talk? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, I just like shook my head no. And I'm like, I can't, I'm having a hard time talking, but I can't even say that I'm having a hard time talking. Um, the nonverbal stuff is very weird for me because I I can talk if I, if I have to during those moments, but it is hard. It is so hard to make any words come out. It's like painful. It is painfully hard to make words come out. And so, um, I just kind of shook my head no. And, um, managed to squeak out like a couple of words to be like I love you I just want to go to bed and I put on my comfort show put in my earbuds um laid down on my bed and just watched (laughs) Big Bang Theory until I was ready to fall asleep and um I woke up this morning and I felt still felt a little bit of lingering uh disruption there uh but as the day has gone on, it's it's gotten a lot better. I was able to work out today. I moved my body, which always helps, and just have been trying to focus on other things. Now, the problem is that sometimes when I try and focus on other things, um, the things that were bothering me still are lingering in the background, and it can build back up to, like, 
sometimes it just builds and keeps building until um I do eventually end up having a meltdown so I'm hoping that's not what's happening now but all of the stuff is still there none of this got solved we still didn't get that house Gray is still off of work for the next four weeks we're still gonna have a financial struggle because of that like there's it's still hot (laughs) um and you know we'll see what happens uh I'm just going to keep trying. I'm just, I mean, that's all I can really do is keep trying to figure out ways to emotionally regulate and manage in these moments where everything seems too much and too overwhelming. Um, But the point of this whole episode is that the heat's not helping. (laughs) And uh, I feel like I got sort of off of that point but it's all sort of interconnected and that's kind of what I'm starting to to see these days now that I know that I'm autistic and I know that I have all of these things that I can point out now that that bother me that I never realized before how much of an issue they were for me until I'm like oh this is why this is a thing um and so now that I can see that picture more clearly and see the big picture when it comes to these things I can see how much certain things are linked and how something as seemingly insignificant as the weather can really affect every other aspect of my life because it's just adding more stuff onto the pile you know what I mean it's opening more tabs for me um so anyway that's that. That's all I gotta say for now. Um, if you guys want to get a hold of me, you know how to do that. All the contact info is in the show notes. And also, you can go join the Patreon and get on Discord with us and come chat with all the lovely members over there and myself. And it's a lot of fun. And it's just a good community of supportive people. And I really am loving it so far and uh yeah I think that's pretty much it yeah that's all okay I'm gonna talk to you guys next time okay bye